Hello, baby. Hello, everybody. This is me. Me. You can't figure out who it is. It's me, Harlan Williams, your host, right here on the podcast with my actual name in it. It's the Harland Highway, and I'm your host, Harlan Williams. And uh, what a show we have today. What a treat. How fun. Uh, this is a cat that's been on the highway before. Uh, it's a uh, a musician. He's in a prominent rock band. He uh, he works with uh, all kinds of people in the music industry. And uh, I've known him my whole life. Or better yet, he's known me his whole life because um, I'm older than him. So there was a segment of my life where I didn't even know he existed. Um, and uh, I'm not going to tell you who it is just yet. But uh, a lot of fun, a lot of fun stories uh, we're going to share. We're going to be doing the Harland Highway Animal Quiz later on in the show. And uh, lots of laughs to be had, including some weird body parts that you've never heard of before. So here we go. Put your helmet on. It's the Harland Highway! Welcome to the Harland Highway. You fellas been doing a bit of boozing, have you? Sucking back on Grandpa's old cough medicine? There's an element of uncontrolled chaos. The Harland Highway. Serving everyone from presidents and kings to the scum of the earth. What a treat. Oh, wait. Was she a great big fat person? You just made a wrong turn onto the Harland Highway. You need many years of therapy. Hey, Harland, it's Stephanie from Denver. Just do me. You might want to think twice before sticking your penis in there. Just do me. You're riding down the Harland Highway with Harland Williams. Yeah, that's right. I'm doing dramatic theme music because you are on the Harland Highway. And oh, I got a special, special guest in today. Um, how often do I have my family on the damn podcast? Well, this guy's actually been on quite a few times. You'll probably know him. He's here. It's my cousin, Kevin Hearn. Hi, Kev. <laughs> Hi, Har. How are you, kid? <laughs> I'm pretty good. Pretty good myself. <laughs> good. Good to have you here, man. Thank you. What a you. treat. You've been on the on the old Harlan Highway before. Yep. It's been a while. Good to be back. Awesome, buddy. Awesome. How you been? What's going on? What's the latest and the greatest? Well, uh... You know how I'm a musician, and I've been playing music. Now, tell the folks, uh, a lot of them probably know, but you have four bands you're with. Let, let me, can I list them? Sure. All right, he's with the Bare Naked Ladies, okay? And then he's got his own band called Thin Buckle. And then he's working with Lou Reed, yes. the famous Lou Reed, and then your most important band... The Cousins, which is me and you. Yes. At the, at the bottom of the pile. I don't know why I put Let me do that again. He's in The Cousins. No, he's uh, he's Kevin Hearn. He's a very talented musician extraordinaire. 
And uh, you you do everything, man. You play the instruments. You sing. I'm just waiting for the cousin single to hit the top of the charts. So <laughs> we can just do the cousins. Oh, God, don't tease me. I've been bugging you to do that for years. Don't lie to me. You've been <laughs> resisting. Um, just so you know, me and Kevin have a, a, uh, a kind of a hobby band, I'd call it, right? Sure. And it's called the Cousins because we're cousins. And, and, me and, and, and band in quotation yeah, marks. Yeah, band definitely in quotation marks. How about just the <laughs> N and the D? We're like an end. We haven't really earned. We haven't really earned the B and the A. Or if you took the N out, we're just bad. Yeah, and we don't we don't even have the Y on hobby. We just have hob. Ho- we're a we're a hob bad. <laughs> That's who we are. We are probably one of the world's best hob bads. <laughs> but we've been doing this kind of hobby band thing for a while. And uh, you know what? Why don't we uh, plop a song in right now, right out of the gate? Should we plop a cousin song in so they know what we're talking about? Sure. All right, here we go. I don't know what it is. We're going to dig around in the vaults. Hope you like it. Uh, Kev, why don't you throw to our one of our songs? Here they are, those singing sensations, the cousins. Your lonely misery 
said they were at the beginning <laughs> but we're proud of it and we have fun and we don't care so to all my listeners up yours it's so bad it's good right yeah it's so bad it's good and i didn't really mean the up yours but if you want to give them one you can because you're a guest <laughs> well i'll wait for the letters to come in see what they thought <laughs> all right let's get on with it i'm glad you're here it's my cousin kevin hearn we're gonna have a fun time we're gonna shoot the breeze and then at the end of the show, Kevin knows his nature pretty good, so we're going to do the uh, world-famous Harland Highway nature quiz with Kevin, and we'll see how good he really is. But in between then and now, let's get to some deep probing, family-style, cousin-style, intellectual, artist-style, whatever, questions. Ready, Kev? <laughs> okay. Question one. Do you like nursery rhymes? Yes. Awesome. And what's your favorite nursery rhyme of all time? Uh, the first one that pops into my mind is Humpty Dumpty. Oh, really? How's that yeah. one go? Refresh my memory. Humpty Dumpty sat on a wall. Yeah. Humpty Dumpty had a great fall. Yeah. All the king's horses and all the king's men couldn't put Humpty together again. That's kind of a perverted name. What? Humpty Dumpty? But to me, that just reminds me of a fat guy that likes to do it rear end style. Humpty. I'm going to hump you in your dumpy. <laughs> God. But it's an egg. An yeah, egg. that's even weirder. What's an egg sitting on a wall for? What is he, retarded? You're an egg, dude. What are you doing up on a wall? You fall, you're gone. Well, he was a bad egg. <laughs> He's a dumbass. 
He's like a tard egg. <laughs> what the hell's wrong with him? Well, you don't have to worry about him anymore. He's didn't he? He actually did fall off, didn't he? Well, that's what it says. He had a great fall. He had a were great you, fall. Were you not listening? How great can the fall be when it's like it's like you're dead? And the wall was only like what, like nine feet high? Well, they and, don't they don't mean great like awesome. They mean great like he had a big fall. Yeah, but again, the the wall wasn't that high. If I remember some of the illustrations. But then again, do you have an egg I could borrow? I do. Yes. Let me just open my fallopian tubes and get one for you. Here, have a dozen. You got your surgical gloves on? God, disgusting. <laughs> so wait a minute. The king's men? Who the hell are the ki- What king? The king of Eggland. <laughs> the king of Eggland? Yes. And yes. they came along and they put them back together. How do you put an egg back? You stuff all that yolk and that mo- milky white garbage into a shell i think it's all in between the lines because perhaps the king's men could have done it but they also had the king's horses in there trying to do it so how do you have a horse put an egg back yeah ni- nice job putting a horse together back with your hoofs <laughs> too bad the king didn't have some raccoons so they just could have walked over and ate the fat guy that fell off the wall <laughs> what about that one peter peter pumpkin eater had a wife and couldn't keep her, stuck in his thumb and pulled out a plum, Peter Peter Pumpkin Eater. Is that how it goes? No, I think you missed, you're meshing some up there. All right, well, either way, who has a wife and he can't keep her? And then who sticks his thumb in a pie and pulls out a plum? (laughs) Who wrote these things, man? This must have been back in the days when they were, like, just getting going with acid and hallucinogenics. Are there any other ones before we move on? Um, there once was a man. Oh, that's a limerick. What's that's, that? How's that one different. go? Once was a man from Nantucket. Yeah. Who is? I don't remember that. <laughs> I don't remember the. Does rest. it rhyme with Nantucket? Yeah. Yeah, I think I, I think <laughs> I know this one. We'll just move on. Have you ever stepped in dog crap? Yep. What What was the worst time you remember stepping in dog crap? You know, I didn't step in it, but our dog, Taffy, uh, jumped up on the counter and ate a whole tub of margarine. Oh, my God. And I had the uh, the pleasure of walking her <laughs> later that day. Oh. And I'll never forget the dog turd she did. It was just runny and neon orange. Oh, God. <laughs> and she picked a busy street corner to do it on like young and bowwood wow <laughs> so it was like orange julius coming out of her butt yeah and then my sister kathy was on the she crossed the street and was laughing at me because i was holding the leash i couldn't escape oh god a a, a margarine <laughs> quaff or whatever it is yeah. Ooh. yeah i remember there was a guy in our neighborhood this guy named mr lowry and he had two kids, and we were kids, and he took us down to the park. There was a park at the end of our street. Havenbrook Park. Yeah. And he had, back in those days, this was in the 70s, 
And he had a pair of those, like, the leather, like, zip-up boots that, like, Captain Kirk wore or Elvis, you know? They're like the black leather, and they came up to your ankles. And there's a zipper that comes up the side of your ankle. You know, they're like the monk. Remember the monkeys? Yes. Kind of like those go-go boots, you know? But men would wear them. And we were down in the park playing Frisbee or something. And it was all these kids, and he was the only adult. <laughs> and he had on these, like black go-go boots and next thing you know he was just like limping around on one leg it just smeared with like saint bernard crap or something (laughs) just remember it's like you know in nature when you see an animal with a wounded leg and they start limping around it's like for some reason he felt like he couldn't put his foot back down on the planet earth (laughs) ruined his boots oh god now then you have to go into you have to figure out how to deal with it you get a stick and you scrape it off or you go to the uh corner of the sidewalk curb yeah. and scrape it off yeah it ain't easy getting that dog poo off the shoe is it no god that's true you gotta you gotta find an old twig and then you're scraping poo with a twig and then the twig breaks in your hand like <laughs> and it always gets wedged between the heel that little wedge in the arch, right between the heel and the flat part, that just becomes like a, a like a poo filler in there. Oh yeah, and then you're right. And then you go to the curb and you scrape it on the curb and you leave like seventeen skid marks along the curb, <laughs> all the right in front of someone's house. Like what the hell's that? People looking out the window. Is that guy scraping dog crap on our curb? <laughs> Get the hell out of here! <laughs> Unbelievable. Yep. So you're a, a musician. We established that early. We played a song early. So I got to ask I you. I don't know if that was proof. Yeah, that wasn't proof, but that was a hint, maybe. <laughs> yeah. But what is your favorite, 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 favorite song ever? Oh man. Ever. Come on. <sighs> got to be one. That's a tough one, Hara. I know it is. I'm asking you to dig. Dig deep. (laughs) Dig deep. Well, there's certainly songs that have had uh, impact on my life growing up that I still love today. What's what's one of the top ones, if you can't pinpoint the exact one? Well, I always loved a song called In My Life by the Beatles. Got to get you into my life. No, no, no. What? There, there are places I remember. What a great song. Oh, yeah, I was doing Earth, Wind, and Fire. Got to get you into my life, into my life. <laughs> Sorry. But yeah, there are places <laughs> I remember. And then what's the next lyric? All my life, though some have changed. Yeah, now why did that surprise me? Why does that song uh, stick with you? What, what? Because you, you know, you said you heard it when you were a kid, and yet that song kind of indicates it's more about uh, the long journey. There are places I remember. You're four years old. How many damn places have you been? <laughs> How did that song play into your? Uh... Hey, I was a big Beatles fan, and that was one of the songs I loved. And as you get older, it just gets more and more poignant. Still gives me uh, shivers. 
Does it, does it really? Does yeah. it shiver your timbers? What do you? What, what is it about it though? What what is like the lyrics or yeah, the the lyrics, the melody, the crazy little piano solo in the middle? I always liked that George Martin did. Who's George Martin? George Martin uh, produced uh, pretty much all of the Beatles records. He produced and yet he played on it too. He played on them. He uh, he did a lot of their string arrangements. Really? Yeah, really a guiding light, actually, in all of their music. So maybe almost like an invisible secret Beatle we didn't know about. He's sort of known as the fifth Beatle. No way. Yeah. See, I didn't even know this. George Martin. George Martin. And he played strings and piano? He did all the string arrangements. He did piano. Yeah. He's, he, really? He was heavily involved in everything they did. Was he older than the rest of the guys? Yes, he was. Was he American or British? British. Huh. How much older was he? Um, gosh, well, when they started, I, I imagine they were just around their, in their 20s. Uh, and but he, what was he? He was probably already in his late 30s, 40s. So he's like this mystery guy who might have been responsible for part of, part of the genius. Well... He's a mystery to you, but but most most people know him, and I'm the dumbass. Great, <laughs> great. This really turned out good for me. Really glad. There are conversations I remember. I wish I'd never got into. Okay. Um, this one's a little more morbid, but it has to be asked. What do you want to be buried in? Look, we all got a coming, kid. We all got a. We all got. He had it coming, mister. We all got it coming, kid. He didn't deserve it. Yeah, that. what was that from? From uh, Deserves got nothing to do with it. Deserves got nothing to do. Yeah. Did Great. you see True Grit? Yeah. Did you like it? No. Oh. Did you? Uh, yeah, I just watched it on the plane last night. I wanted to love it, man, but you know what? It was like, let me break it down, and then we'll get back to the question. But True Grit. I go to see it, and first of all, I didn't like the girl. It's like you got to think about where this all happened. The wild, wild, it's called the wild, wild west, okay? Yeah. You get a, a an apple pie-faced 13-year-old girl walking into town, okay, who A, is good looking, B, starts lipping off to everybody, C, starts throwing legal jargon around, you think they're not going to, like, just kick her in the face and, like, you know, totally annihilate a kid like that? This kid walks into town like she's the, the mayor of Greenwich Village or something. And then uh, there was really no tension to me. The movie built and built until we finally meet the criminal, Josh Brolin. And she meets him in a river. She shoots them and then cut to them sitting around a campfire chit-chatting. <laughs> yeah, and, and he told her how to cock her gun. Yeah, so. and it, it, just, it just felt, and she was sitting there talking to him like they were at Starbucks. And I'm like, why aren't you upset? This is the guy that killed your father. She's just like, it was so casual. I think they, I don't know, it just, it just laid an egg for me. Yeah, well, good to know. Did you like it? I liked uh, I liked some of the scenery. I liked some of the shots. Yeah, and I don't know. The jury's still out for me on it. I did like the scenery. I liked some of the shots. I, ap I actually loved Jeff Bridges. Mm -hmm. 
But the whole thing is a tight story. It just kind of <laughs> kind of fell off the wall like Humpty Dumpty, and nobody put it back together again. Um, now, buried. We all got to go. We all got to die. We all got to be uh, laying in that coffin in that last moment. We got to be wearing something. What are you going to wear? Oh, I hadn't thought about it. Uh, I know. That's why I'm asking it. You got to be ready. You got to be, uh, you know, you don't want to disappoint the fans. You don't want to uh, be have egg on your face. I'm when leaning you... towards cremation, I think. Really? So yes. I guess uh, that asbestos suit you bought is out of the question. <laughs> um, well, before you get cremated, though, they have these morbid things. They're called viewings, and people come and see you lay there like a stiffy and <laughs> cry on you and touch you and pat your your dead forehead. Uh, yeah, just a nice suit then. How about that? Is that what you want? Why? Are you going to, you know? You're going to like the way you look. I guarantee it. <laughs> <laughs> The guy from Men's Warehouse shows up. Um, I never thought about it. Well, you're an eclectic guy. You're like an artist. You like art. You like uh, fashion. I mean, I just thought maybe you would have something special planned. Well, hopefully I've made my statement by then, and I don't have to do it with what I wear in my coffin. Right, but I mean, just as a, you know, maybe forget about doing it for anyone else. Maybe I'd like to see you in something fun. How about that? Could you do it for me, please? Sure. How about a purple tracksuit? <laughs> <laughs> I love it. That's all I needed to hear. Let's move on. Have you ever made out with a chick with hairy nipples? Oh, not that I know of. Well, you'd know it. <laughs> Why? Well, you'd know you'd feel it. Well, Have you ever had, like, a hairy Lorax nipple in your mouth? Well, that's not making out. That's kissing someone's breast. Well, that's what I'm getting at. Oh. Have, you, <laughs> okay. have you ever run across hairy nipples? <laughs> you would remember, please. Okay. Yeah, I no, think you have. Not hairy nipples, no. Well, what kind of nipples? <laughs> Something was odd. Wait a just the, the way your inflection. No, no, not hairy nipples, but clearly something else. What the hell kind of nipples have you been into, kid? No, oh, no. no what no, was there? No, no, no. What was it? All I mean is that perhaps, <laughs> you, you know, you kiss someone and then you, they are a bit more hairy than you suspected. Wait, their nipple? <laughs> no, just in general. You've... What do you mean? It's not like they have facial hair. You're talking no. about down below? Or, you know, anywhere. Yeah. Facial hair. Uh, you made out with a chick with facial hair? Well, some do. Some have a little more hair than... Oh, God. What'd that feel like? <laughs> Guy's making out with a girl and whispers Tom Selleck's name in her ear. Oh, you're so sexy. Mmm, Tom Selleck. Mmm. Higgins. Oh, Higgins, would you please stop giving me the tongue, Higgins? Oh, God. All right, well, let's stick with what's the wackiest nipple you've ever encountered. You. Seriously, I, we need to know. What is the wackiest, most demented nipple you've ever met? Uh, I'm 
met a girl who had three nipples. Come on. <laughs> I'm serious. What the hell are you talking about? <laughs> it happens. What? <laughs> yes. She had three nipples. Yes. Okay, explain. <laughs> I, I don't even believe you, but yet somehow I know you well enough to think this might be true. <laughs> what the hell? Tell me. Well, they weren't. Two were normal, and then one was just sort of not fully formed, but just there was a extra nipple on her breast. <laughs> what? Yeah. Get out of here. What? There was like a nipple on the left, and then a nipple on the right, and then a little further to the right was another nipple? <laughs> yes. Come on. I'm serious. Why is that so strange? People. Well, uh, I think my listeners will attest that I don't think anyone listening has ever encountered a third nipple. I think anyone listening to your show is open-minded enough to uh, embrace the possibility. Of a third nipple. I'll give you that. But we need to know more. Wait a minute. What did it look like? I said it was just it wasn't fully formed. Well, what does that mean? Did it look like a a burnt out belly button? What the the hell does a non fully formed nipple look like? Oh, my God. Are we done? No, I need to know. What the hell did it look like? Tell me. (laughs) Disgusting. It's not. Did you kiss it? Oh, God. Come on. Did you put your mouth on the third nipple? (laughs) Oh, God. No, you did. You did. What the hell did you put your mouth on a third nipple for? That's like having sex at a freak show. Hey, if you like nipples, you know. Good Lord. Have you ever made out with a squid? The hell? Oh, boy. Wait a minute. What? How big was this nipple? So it was half the size of the other nipples? (laughs) Hey, I'll put you guys in touch if you want. You can ask her. Okay. Now, wait a minute. So, hold on. So, I want to get the scenario here. I want you to lay it out so people can visualize. You met a girl <laughs> at a club or something? We don't have to do this. This is personal. Okay, just give me the breakdown. You're back at a hotel, at your house. Where are you? It could be any of those places. Is it nighttime? Yes, Okay, so you're obviously making out. Did you first reach in and feel the third nipple, or did you open the clothing and see the third nipple? (laughs) Come on, dude. (laughs) We don't get this every day. My listeners, I'm assuring you, are glued to their podcast right now. (laughs) Well, I think I'm going to leave it up to their imagination. No, you have to tell us what happened. Did you feel it or see it first? I heard it. What? I heard, I heard little music like. Hello, I'm a little nipple. I'm nipple number three. <laughs> wow. You are demented tonight. That is sick. I'm not letting it go. What? Did you see it or feel it? <laughs> Oh, my God. I think I smell a fresh new nursery rhyme coming. Come on. did you? What What was your face like when you first saw it? 
What went through your head when you saw a third nipple? <laughs> well, I thought, oh, okay. That's different. It didn't freak you out? Not really, no. It didn't look freaky. It was just, you know. A breast with two nipples. <laughs> were they big breasts or little breasts? They were <laughs> They were normal-sized breasts. So normal, not small, not big. Right. And was there like a areoli around the damn thing? Or was it just the nub, the licorice nub? <laughs> <laughs> the licorice nub. I don't know. <laughs> what is that little thing that sticks out? Looks like a licorice <laughs> nub. <laughs> was, was there an areoli around the third nipple? No, it was... <laughs> What's the areola? Isn't that that brown thing that looks like an arsehole? <laughs> oh, God. Okay. Was there or wasn't there? No, it was It was flat. It, was, it just looked like a birthmark almost. Maybe that's all it was. Perhaps. All that, and now he says it's a birthmark. <laughs> Come on. Yeah, she said, that's my third nipple. <laughs> Good Lord. <laughs> so there you go. That is friggin' wild. See, I'm glad I asked that question. Oh, believe me, so am I. Wow. That was great. <laughs> that was great. How many people do you interview and they've had, they've had their mouth, their hungry, <laughs> eager mouth wrapped around a third nipple? <laughs> How many people do you meet in life who've been slurping away on <laughs> nipple number three? God, you're the only one I know. Whoo! All right. Well, I think we're ready. Are you ready for the uh, Harland Highway nature quiz? Sure. Because I think we've exhausted all avenue. There's nowhere to go after the third nipple. The licorice nub. The licorice nub. God. It's a new rock band, the Licorice Nub. The Licorice Nub, the bald areoli. <laughs> um, all right, so here's how we do it, Kev. You've never played the uh, Harland Highway Nature Quiz. Mm-mm. Here's what you do is I uh, I give a little statement. Within the little, uh, the little lines here are the clues as to what this animal is, okay? And you have to guess what the animal These are real animals. And you have to guess what they are, okay? Okay. It's time for the Harland Highway Animal Quiz. So here we go. Here is the first Harland Highway Animal Quiz question. There is a saying... If these walls could talk, but to guess what I am, they would have to see, too. What am I? There is a saying, if these wheel, there is a saying, if these walls could talk, but to guess what I am, they would have to see, too. And you can ask for a little help if you need it. They're not easy, but... If these walls could talk, there's a saying, if these walls could talk, but to guess what I am, they would need to see, too. Um, 
just think the walls would have to see anyways? I don't know. Oh. Is it a bat? No. Oh. You give me a clue. It's a fish. Oh. You know your fish pretty good. There's a saying, if these walls could talk. But to guess what I am, they would have to see, too. Um, I'm a freshwater fish. Not in the ocean. Freshwater. You uh, might have even caught one. A rainbow trout. No connection at all. <laughs> no connection to anything I just said. Completely wrong. Okay, I give up. You give up? Yeah. Okay, the walleye. Uh, the walleye pickerel, <laughs> my friends. There's a saying, if these walls could talk, but to guess what I am, they would have to see, too. Makes perfect sense. The walleye, buddy. You see how this works? Yep. Let's give you one. Hopefully this is a little easier. Question two for Kevin Hearn on the Harlan Highland. <gasps> okay, here we go. If you ever get a flat tire... I would hop to your assistant. Hang on. If you ever get a flat tire, I would hop to your assistant in a hair's breath. What am I? If you ever get a flat tire, I would hop to your assistant in a hair's breath. Uh, a jackrabbit. Hey, oh! Hey, there he goes. Now I get how it works. The kid gets it now. Here we go. You ready for number three? Yes, I am. If you were on the highway and you got in my way, you'd know who I am when I blasted you with my horn. I'm a mammal. A hoofed mammal. Yeah. If you were on the highway and you got in my way, you'd know who I am when I blasted you with my horn. Um, a, a moose? Ooh, no, no, you're in the family. You're in the... A bull. A... Ooh, that's, that's a... You know what? That could work, but no, it's not, it's not a bull. A cow. Okay, wait, no, not a cow. Um... If I were on the highway and you got in my way, you'd know who I am when I blasted you with my horn. Okay, give me a hint. Uh, it's a mammal. It's a wild mammal. Huh? Fountain mountainous regions. A yak? nice name for that animal you there yak no not a yak a mountain goat Ooh, you're right around it get more specific it's all there in the clue if i were on the highway and you got my way you'd know who i am when i blasted you with my horn Want me to give it to you? Yeah, yeah. Big horn sheep. Oh, for Oh, <laughs> Kev, you are all around it. One more. 
One more. He's one for three, ladies and gentlemen. Here we go. Last nature quiz question. I'm the only swimming mammal that drinks with a different part of my face. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) It's a mammal? Put that microphone in your mouth. It's it's a mammal? Yeah, it's a mammal. I'm the only swimming mammal that drinks with a different part of my face. Um. Uh. Um. <sighs> I don't know. The, Duck. S- the swimming mammal. Duck-billed platypus? <laughs> no, that's that's a good good guess. Uh, um, a whale. You're in the family. You're in the neighborhood. Uh, a, a manatee. No, you go back to whale-ish. Dolphin. No. Ah, yellow. Keep going. I'm the only swimming mammal that drinks with a different part of my face. You've got half the word. Oh, with dolphin? Yep. Blue-nosed dolphin. Oh, you got two of the words. <laughs> He's got two of the words. Nose and dolphin. You uh, were to drink with a different part of your face. Uh, Something nose dolphin. Is it a color? No. Uh, You're drinking nose dolphin. What do you drink out of? Your, a cup? <laughs> what a, else? A glass? What else? Uh, a bottle. A bottle nose dolphin! Hey! <laughs> I'm too tired for this. You're too tired. Kev's fallen asleep. He's like, please. <laughs> Can it be a sleeping pill dolphin or a pillow dolphin or a hairy third nipple dolphin? <laughs> you asked me to come over. I didn't realize that's going to be. <laughs> oh, yeah. You got to be ready. You got to be ready when you get on the Harlan Highway, dude. Man. Dude. Dude. Seriously. No, I didn't be on the highway, dude. You're on the highway, dude. And uh, I hate to say it, but we're coming up to the exit ramp. We are all out of time, Kev. Oh, darn you. Well, I want to say thank you to my cousin Kevin Hearn for entertaining us, laying down a song with us, answering some incredibly uh, deep questions. Uh, We've all learned about the third nipple and the licorice nub. Uh, I'm sorry we didn't didn't hand out vomit bags during this show, but... uh, If you're a yak, you probably don't need one. Um, That's it, Kev. We're all done. Say goodbye to the folks, will (laughs) you? Is that the third nipple song again? (laughs) God, I love that. That's going to be a hit. Ladies and gentlemen, that's it. We're all out of time. This is Harlan Williams, my cousin Kevin Hearn. And in case you're wondering what the song was we played at the beginning of the show, the cousin song, it's called Love Song for Kathy.
Uh, that's a song Kevin obviously did all the music for. I did the singing, and uh, we just have a lot of fun. So hope you enjoyed that, and uh, thanks for joining in and having some laughs with us. And until next time, this is Harlan Williams saying, yak, no, saying chicken chow mang.